Welcome, ladies, gents, and otherwise amazing people to another episode of the Coolest Guys You Know podcast. I'm the guy with the beard and glasses, Alex Bagley, and alongside me is my co-host, the guy with the mustache, Jack Hefflinger. How we doing? And today, Jack, uh, <laughs> we have quite the challenge. Yes. Uh, this might be the most ambitious episode yet. Oh, yeah. Which is saying something. We've done some pretty ambitious things. We so. have, but this is... Uh I mean, this is going to kind of suck, maybe, but it's going to be really fun, actually. It's yeah, be- no, I'm a, I'm excited, but also, like, I'm I've, dreading, like, red around here. Yeah, yeah, so we are doing the Hot Ones Challenge. Um, I've always wanted to do this, um, even though I'm not a hot sauce guy at all, but I thought if I was going to do it, I wanted the full Hot Ones experience. I wanted to have questions running alongside it. Because they right. always make it seem like it's kind of like almost a euphoric, like deep dive type experience. Not just, uh, I ate spicy <laughs> wings. Yeah. It's like the wings kind of open you up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we have 10 questions, a question for each wing. Um, we, we went with some pretty serious questions some pretty deep questions. We did. Uh, the first one's kind of a softball, somewhat, somewhat funny question. You know, we yeah. can take that direction, but this might not be... As fully humorous as normal, but no. also like we're just funny people, anyways. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we're gonna take turns reading off the questions, but we're both gonna answer the questions. And yeah, um, anything you want to get? How are you how are you feeling about this? Do you think that uh, you're gonna do well, or I think I'm gonna do pretty well. You think you're gonna think handle do, it? Yeah. I think the the bomb. Like I don't think anybody can really handle that well. Yeah. At least you can admit that. Yeah. <laughs> what do you what 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 does that mean? Uh, all right, uh, yeah, I'm I'm not sh- sure at all. Like, I don't eat hot sauce at all. There's some that everybody always makes uh, look good in the videos and stuff. Right. By the way, this is not obviously not sponsored by Hot Ones yeah. or Heatonist or any of the brands of hot sauce that we have today. Um, though we will definitely be talking about the ones that we like yes. if we like them. Um, I already know that the first one. Seems like it's a pretty good one yeah. from everybody's reactions and stuff. But all right. Uh, I'm hungry. Ready to yeah, I actually am hungry. All right. Let's start with the first one and then we'll do the question afterwards. We'll do it yeah, that way. Yeah. So, all right. All right. So we got the classic hot sauce yeah, here. Is it? Chili maple. All right. Hmm. My wings are so cold. <laughs> really cold. Right. Setup took us so long. We were also dying. Oh, yeah. From just the smell of the wings. The smell was like <laughs> so many sneezes and coughs. But yeah, this is damn good sauce. Yes. Not really that spicy. Mm-mm. You know, just a little bit of a tingle. But yeah, no, really good. Not surprised at all by that. No. I don't know why I was, like, afraid to use my second hand. I'm, oh, I'm one-handing, I think, the whole thing. Yeah, I am finishing this week. You want to read the question? <laughs> so, our first question here is, um, what do you think is more likely, a alien apocalypse or a zombie apocalypse? And, um, uh, do you want to take this one or you want me to? First. I didn't take it first. Um, funny thing about this question is I came up with it because uh, a girl I went on a date on with asked me this on 
that mm. date, and it was like out of nowhere. Okay, that's actually that was a pretty I, good question. I, I thought it was yeah, so I mean, funny. I was like, why would you ask? And she's like, I just think the answer tells a lot about people. Huh. Okay. I was like, all right. Um, so my different gauge for people. Yeah. Like, yep. Um, so my answer to that question, then and now, is that I I think that an alien apocalypse is more likely. I was because most science says that a zombie. Though you know what, uh, I didn't had not seen Last of yeah, Us. Yeah, The Last of Us fungus. Like mm, that does that is scientifically like feasible. But up to that point, uh, all I knew was that scientifically there wasn't really a very good possibility of a zombie apocalypse ever occurring. Uh, that was almost impossible for something like that. So I said alien apocalypse because I definitely do think there are aliens. So uh, yeah, I definitely think there's life out there. Mm-hmm. It is definitely more likely that we would be discovered by aliens and fallout would happen rather than like, hey, there's zombies now. <laughs> so you agree with me on yes, that one? Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Yeah, nice little easy one to ease us in. Good little softball. All right. You know? We ready to go into sauce too? Yeah. The tropicante. Yeah. This is the one I was kind of excited for. I will say, a little bit of a lingering from that one. So, at least for me. Oh, I'm not getting too much. I mean, just... I can feel my stomach. (laughs) I don't feel anything in my stomach. My stomach's just not like, ooh, food, good. Um, It's just mostly because I'm not used to having, like, much of any spice. So, like, just the feeling of spice. I enjoy hot foods. Yeah. All right. So, we're ready for the seconds. Yeah. Mmm. Not too bad. I'm digging that one. And so our next question is, um, what's the happiest moment of your life? Mm. Mm-hmm. So I can take this one first. I would say, I don't know if I have a specific moment that I could pinpoint as like, that's the happiest I've ever been. That's a very tough question. I think it's more like moments, like when I'm spending time with my friends who I don't get to see too often. Like I'm always very happy to see them and I always just have a great time. Or, you know, when you have a special occasion, like, you know, like a... Christmas dinner, Thanksgiving dinner with your family. Like, yeah. those are generally the happiest times, I think, of your life. Could you think of, like, a, like maybe it's not the happiest, but, like, a specific moment that you can remember? Um, Like, lighting off fireworks on 4th of July with my friends. Like, just running up, lighting those, like, running away and watching the fireworks go off. blow up a hand. Yeah, blow up a hand. Like, <laughs> yeah. I love that. It's so much fun. <laughs> it was the funniest. It was the happiest moment of my life. It was my life when my friend lost his hand. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I don't know. I similar answer. I mean, anytime you're spending with, I feel like, I mean, I've had very happy moments on my own, but definitely anytime you're spending with friends and family are usually going to be some of your happier moments right. in life. Um, the story that's like clicking to me recently was when I went with my family to uh, my mom, my dad, my sister and brother, and then my sister's fiance. We went goofy golfing. And uh, it was a great time. Like, we were being super competitive and just having a ball. And then uh, we did the Goofy Golf Port. And uh, we got to this one part of where we, there was a bridge. And there was a little bit of uh, water underneath. And uh, my 
sister's fiance and my brother got ahead of us and they found a dollar bill down in the water. And, you know, they're like, oh, look, there's a dollar bill down there. And I was like, oh, no. And I like go up and look and I look at my brother and I'm like, I'm going to get that dollar bill. He's like, no, I'm going to get that dollar bill. So we both get down into this water. And of course, it's got a do not cross and it's like super steep. Um, doesn't look that bad at first. And then once you start getting down, right. Oh yeah. So we're like both sitting there, like slowly getting down closer, like reaching our putters in. And (laughs) I was still able to keep my balance at that point, but I didn't realize how much more slippery it got the further you went. And my brother was getting further down and all of a sudden he's like, Oh, help, help. (laughs) And I'm like, what's going on? (laughs) So he's like grabbing towards me. So like grab him. But then like, I don't know what to do. Like if he needs help climbing up or what's going on. And he just falls straight into the water. (laughs) And as he falls in they're all across the park, there's just this one little kid. The only other witness outside of my family sees it. And he's like, Oh my God, he fell in and goes running off to like tell his family or something. And yeah, we had to like get down and help my brother out. And his phone was still in the water and his keys. And uh, so I had to go in and grab him. And then while I was down there, you know, I grabbed the dollar bill. And then I was like, here you go. You can have it. You know, my treat for uh, the incident. Right. Um, but yeah, that was that was great. Oh, great time. That's fantastic. All right. Ready for wing number three. Number three, which is the Pico Rico. Yeah. Pico peppers. Micro... Micro-saucery. Micro-saucery. I kind of feel the heat around my lips from that last one. These two were very good. Yes. The heat kicks in more after. Mm -hmm. It kind of lingers, but... All right, let's get this one. I wonder how many I'm going to clean the wing on. Mm. I already tell you I'm not a huge fan of this sauce. Yeah. I don't know how much more I'm going to eat. I can still eat it. It's just not the greatest. All right, so third question. Do you believe in ghosts or the paranormal? Mm. So, I do not believe in Mm. ghosts, paranormal stuff. I have never... I, I like I've never lived anywhere or been anywhere where they've said it's like supposed to be haunted either, but I've never seen any sort of evidence of ghosts or the paranormal or just anything weird ever happening like that. And you're a very see it to believe it type person. Very much, yeah. Because it it's one of those things where it's like so like it could very much not be real. So if I have no experience, I just there's no way I could ever believe in it. Fair enough. Because um, I also don't really believe in, like, afterlife or anything like that. I think you're just dead when you're dead. Yeah, so ghosts wouldn't really make sense right. for you. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, How about you? Yeah, I don't I don't really know. Necessarily, as a kid, I was definitely scared of ghosts <laughs> and the paranormal. Um, I'm not sure. Even if it is real, I don't think it takes the form that a lot of people do, like, think it does and stuff. I mean, I've already talked to you before about, like, you know, the idea of it being uh, very physical, like, physics-oriented in terms of there's a potential of it being, like, fourth dimension, like, shadowing into the third dimension, but that's, you know, weighty uh, scientific stuff. Carl Sagan. Yeah. 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 Um, Which Carl Sagan didn't specifically say that. I took his 
uh, ideas about the third dimension in impacting the second dimension. So if you like draw on a piece of paper, you have a little house um, and a little figure, and that's the two dimension, the uh, second dimension. You take like a cup and you put the cup into on top of that piece of paper. The whole cup is not in the second dimension, but the bottom of the cup acts as like a shadow in the second dimension. Right. It wouldn't be like a part of the second dimension. Like they wouldn't be able to actually see the cup. Yeah, it would be like... It'd just be weird, you know, like they wouldn't be able to, like if they could move, they wouldn't be able to go through it because, you know, there's another element to it that they can't get past Mm -hmm. and stuff. And so the same thing could kind of be true with the fourth dimension and the barrier between the third and fourth dimension is time. And a lot of ghosts are about the past impacting the, you know, the present. So that could be like a theory that it's just like a shadow of time impacting the now. It's not necessarily that it's a spirit of a person necessarily in the way that a lot of people think it's just more like a, it's kind of like a deja vu almost type thing. Okay. Like it's just happening. Right. Like it's a bleed of time. Like the barrier was broken somehow or something like that. Which is a really interesting way to look at that. Yeah. I th- thought that was cool and stuff. And I like to think about that type of stuff. Um, at the most, I, or at the least, at the most or at the least, I don't know, but uh, <laughs> I don't know which way. <laughs> But uh, like like almost like energies, somewhat like not necessarily. I don't know. It's so ethereal to think about and stuff. Like poltergeist type stuff was kind of what I was thinking of. Okay. Like there, you know, there's always been the idea that uh, it could potentially be like uh, unknown psychic powers for people, like things that they don't know that they can control. Like we haven't been able to prove that they can control yet, at least not uh, publicly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this gets into a lot of. You know, this is very much opinion type stuff, yeah. you know. Um, and I respect the idea of... Uh, Which almost know. everything is really kind of opinion. Yeah. I respect the idea of uh, see it to believe it. But that's not me as a person. I don't think everything you see is all that is. And just because, you know, you are just wondering about something and it doesn't really necessarily have to be true doesn't mean that you can't wonder about it or even believe in it. Right. Um, but yeah. Wow. Third question really... Hammering in I there. Know. Let's go to number four. Uh, just wanted, to, yeah, that sauce was not that great. I did not like that sauce. Yeah, I wasn't a uh, fan. Least favorite so far. Now but next up, Los Calientes. Los Calientes. Barbacoa. Barbacoa. And I like this question a lot, so I'm going to ask you mm. after we take our bite here. Mm. Mm. Ooh. I liked like the initial kit, but then like the heat. Like the spice, I don't really like, but I like the kind of like barbecuey. I like that flavor. But what do you think of humanity? What are mm. your opinions on humans? And of course, it's going to be very general, right? Um, I don't know. I think we're heading into interesting times here. I think that. Uh, Especially like our generations coming up. I don't know if you're if you're technically Gen Z. I'm older. Um, older but, Gen Z. Yeah, uh, our Gen Z. I don't know. We have some good things that like we tend to just kind of like everybody, and we don't really care about some of the weird societal things that have been in the past. But we also like very addicted to the technology and mm. getting into the AI stuff and. Which I don't think AI is as big of a problem as people make it to be. 
But I think just where we're yeah. heading is probably not going to be great as we get further and further. Yeah, we don't really know the effects of technology on the brain. No. We're kind of catching up science. We're very divisive still. I feel like even our generation is still very just like shout at each yeah. other. There isn't a lot of like just general like, hey, we can talk and just have little fun discourse or whatever. Yeah. I feel like uh, we've kind of, I don't know, because my opinions on humanity are that uh, we haven't changed as much as we think we have changed. It's just our circumstances that have changed. Mm. Um, I think people are generally pretty similar no matter what generation they are. Um, yeah. I mean, there's some differences and stuff and opinions and all that. But I think it's more trends of the time than it is trends in humanity. Yeah. It's, we're more impacted by just what we, yeah, yeah, what's around us and stuff. And I'm also not the type, I'm not a very pessimistic person. Um, so I'm, I think people are generally, you know, well to do um, in terms of what their intentions are. Yeah. Um, at least from their viewpoint. Um, <laughs> But, you know, it's influenced by so many different things, and most people don't know how to sort through those things. Right. And it gets harder with the further we go with technology, trying to find... Yeah. It's losing the human connection is what technology is really doing. And without that, it gets tougher to communicate with people. And without being able to communicate to people, you're not able to root out the bad ideas as easily. They take root, root a little bit more, and they're harder to, you know, take care of. You know, like somebody has a belief and they get more rooted in it because they don't have that human connection with somebody who might have an opposing belief. And the technology also provides the ability to create your own circumstances and environments more easily. So you can surround yourself with like-minded people. Oh, yeah. Just completely avoid any other opinion, Um, which is a big reason why, like, I I don't really do social media as much anymore outside of promoting things. Right. um, Or just keeping up with family like letting them know what's going on or Mm -hmm. checking in on them but like yeah um i i still think that overall humanity is exactly what it's supposed to be we're doing exactly what we're supposed to be and we're gonna go where we're exactly where we're supposed to be right i think the idea that uh we're gonna end the world and we need to stop it type thing which yeah we should always try not to end the world but like at the same time it's going to happen eventually. Oh, yeah. Even if we leave the planet and go somewhere it, else, yeah. like, eventually humans are going to die. Everything dies. So, yeah. I think it's like, I read somewhere, I think it was like 90% of, like, the known species have all gone extinct. And we're just like, because there's just so, been so many ages of extinction and everything. And that's just and, on Earth. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. All right. Ready for wing five here? Wing five. What is this sauce? The, is this the fly by the Szechuan gold? Okay, Szechuan gold. What does that say? Fly by uh, fly by Jing. Fly by Jing. All right. A bit of an oilier sauce. Hey, we uh, we're doing pretty good here so we're far. Really good. I mean, this is only wing five, so this was the one with the look of it. I did not like. It looks like a chemical. Also, the smell smelled like nothing, and it kind of tastes like nothing. Yeah. It, it, like you said, it's just oil. Yeah. That's what it feels like. And some nice ASMR, ASMR mukbang <laughs> sounds here. I know I've kind of started the trend of clearing the bone. This one does have some heat to it. I can feel it in the back of my throat. <clears> throat> Mm. 
See, I didn't really get much heat with that. Hmm. You think it would so bad that we just start having, like, visions? <laughs> we just start having this out-of-body experience? I have a relative back in my past who wrote a lot of stuff about out-of-body experiences. Uh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. He sounded a little like an interesting guy. I would say, knowing you, I don't think you... Uh, well, he's also like, he was like a few generations back. Oh, okay. So you didn't know him personally? No. Okay. What if we see God today, Jack? <laughs> Are you what pre- if we die? <laughs> no, no, no. We just see God. Oh, okay. Are you prepared? <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, I'm pointing to Sean. I see you doing it, so now I'll do it. I thought you said it wasn't that, uh, that hot there. You know, yeah. I'm just kind of thirsty. Uh, I was thirsty earlier, but I was like, no, no, we, we don't drink. We don't drink <laughs> this early. Okay. Fifth question. <clears throat> what do you enjoy most in life? I did not. Is that oh, what it sorry, is? Or no. is it? <laughs> <laughs> you kept reading it. I was like, that's not what this says. Because I just immediately said, when, what? And then I was like, this, none of this sentence makes sense. Okay. It's when do you enjoy life most? Very different question. Yes. All right. Um, I feel like that kind of goes back to happiest know, moments. It's very similar. It's like I always enjoy life when you're with friends or family, just people you love. You know, like once again, like you're just having like sitting on the back deck and you're just by a fire or something and just talking, having a drink. Like those are the best moments. Those are when you're just. Mm. I just thought of another moment. That was pretty happy for me. And that was the time that uh, some friends and I went to Columbus and we were visiting one of our other friends, uh, friends. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully that's not confusing the follow at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyways, and she ended up leaving us in our apartment, her and our other friend. So it was just me and my two guy friends. Um, and uh, we had been drinking a little bit and we started playing cards and uh it was very hot in the apartment because the AC wasn't working. So we went out to the balcony and we had gotten cigars and we were sitting there smoking cigars, drinking, playing go fish. It wasn't even anything <laughs> intense. And it was just so chill and relaxed. Um, we had music playing and stuff. It was, it was great. Great yeah, time. Those are the great moments yeah. of life. Those are when you enjoy life the most. I think it's, it's the moments that you're not necessarily looking for typically. Like sometimes you can get like a plan and then like, you know, it ends up, Working out, but if you try to plan things too rigidly, I feel like you most of the time you don't enjoy it because you're trying to force it. Right. It's when uh, you know things just kind of naturally develop, and you're like, "Oh, hey, this is this is kind of fun." Like vacations, like if you plan a vacation too hard, you miss out on those mm-hmm. like spontaneous, like, "Oh, we should go here. This looks like yeah. a really fun spot," or whatever. And you also get super angry when like you know, like the plane was delayed, or right. you know, the taxi took too long, or the place was closed and stuff. And instead of enjoying what you have, you end up just being upset because you didn't get what you wanted. Right. Also, anytime I'm uh, creating is usually enjoyable to me as long as I'm not trying to force anything, like writing or coloring or anything, um, or watching a movie. Watching a movie is always oh, absolutely. a great time. Yes. So. All right, we ready for number six. Number six. Which is... Oh, this is the turmeric bomb. Okay. I can't tell what the names are on the bottles, like, because they have all those different... This is the one that, like, wrinkled the wings, like, like, the wings were like, no, I can't do this. 
It really discolored this wing. Yeah. It looks like battery acid almost. <laughs> so, hey, all right. Cheers. <laughs> hmm. That's a very odd taste comparative to everything else. Yeah. Mm. Mm. This has some heat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We number six. Okay. All right. You know, it's about to kick up from here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god, it's really about to kick up. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that that was a big jump, five to six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is also, woo, dang. I wish I didn't eat as much as I did right there. Yeah, I'm not eating the rest of that. Which is also how I felt about the period simulator. The jump from five to six. Whew. All right, you want to ask a question? Yeah. <laughs> What's something oh. you wish more people knew about you? All right. Um. <laughs> All right, something I wish more people knew about me. Oh, no. <laughs> Oof, I focus on it too much. It gets worse. All right, um, I don't know. Uh, I feel like I'm a pretty open person, uh-huh. especially now. I didn't used to be. Like, I used to, one of the things I used to, <laughs> used to think was that people didn't know how much... I thought and like pondered on things and how much of a deep thinker I was. I feel like I talk about it so much now to people that people do generally get that sense about me. Mm-hmm. Apparently people just think like the way that I talk sounds like very thoughtful, I guess. I don't necessarily think that. Um, when people tell me that, I'm like, I just talk normally. I don't really <laughs> talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> that used to be something. Um, mm-hmm. Now, I don't know. I guess that I'm kind of a... A pretty spiritual person in some essence. Um, you know, I definitely think more about like the deeper mysterious parts of life. I like right. having some mystery in my life and thinking that there's a, a higher being. Yeah. yeah. So what about you? <laughs> um, boy, I do feel like people tend to think I'm like very asshole. Like I think that comes off. I think that sometimes happens to me too. Like, man, this guy's just a fucking dick. Like, I feel like as people get to know me, they understand that like it's all a joke. It's just like I'm just such <laughs> a joking person yeah. that yeah, like I'm not even like I'm so not outgoing normally. I'm such a quiet person when I'm like just with friends or family. There's something I used to be like too. Yeah, I'm just like, but yeah, I kind of like. I think people just like like this guy's an asshole. Like, or you, he, like also, I come off it like I like to play as kind of like a dumber person. I think the humor yeah. in that is hilarious. And I think that uh, it's kind of like Bautista as uh, Drax and Guardians. Like, people think it's real easy to play the dumb person. Right. But it actually takes an incredible amount of intelligence to know how to do it right. I would agree. So. <laughs> I'm fucking smart. Like, that's why I love cracking jokes with you at work. Because oh, you, yeah. you, know you know how to keep up with it. Yeah. So. All right. Okay. We, we're just going to just tuning down a little bit. Now. Yeah, yeah. That one at least, yeah. But uh, I'm kind of excited for Wing 7. Yes, uh-huh. this one is supposed to be pretty good. Yeah. But uh, 
we're we're starting to see how this we're starting to see where this is going. Yeah, this is still not like even near oh, the yeah. hottest thing I've eaten. Okay, okay, that's one of the hotter things I've eaten. I'm it's not, definitely I've up just, there. I've just not ate a lot of hot things, and it's been a while since I've tried to eat something hot. Like I think one of the hotter things I've had was when I was younger. So I don't even remember how hot it was. I just remember right. Hot. So all right. Cosmic Disco, Disco, which is an amazing name. Yes. I just love the name, which is part of the reason why I'm excited (laughs) for it. I don't even know how good it is. We'll see. Yeah. Hmm. That's pretty hot. I was trying to focus more on the taste of it. So I haven't really noticed how hot it was yet. Taste wise, see, like I just have such a bad palate. I'm such a picky eater that uh, like I'm trying to pick up on accents, and I'm like, I have no idea. Oh, especially now, now it's just like it's all hot. <laughs> That's what I it is. Hot. <laughs> I'm getting notes of heat in this. A little bit of spice. All right. Woo. Number seven. If money was no issue, how would you spend your life? Oh, boy. Aren't you glad I suggested we put the napkins there? Yes, and who waters. (laughs) All right, we're not finishing that wing. I told you it was hot. (laughs) So if money was no issue, how would you spend your life? (laughs) Well... Oh my god, that one is so hot. Oh. I would spend so much time, I think, with friends and family and just seeing the world. I would love to go to like to Europe. It's a place I've always wanted to visit. Especially see some of the more ancient sites like in Italy. It's like breathing Rome. out. <laughs> Just I breathing. think a dragon. I don't want to breathe. <laughs> Just don't breathe. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I would love to travel. Love to spend like travel with friends. It sounds like so much fun. Oh but yeah, I've never done that. <sighs> yeah, I I agree on most things. Um, I feel like again, humans are pretty similar, so we have pretty similar wants for spending time together. I have to be careful because I don't want to get anything into my nose. But, uh, yeah, I would agree for the most part. I definitely would, the traveling part, but, like, my traveling is more, like, I reached a point in life where I've really started to connect with nature more. Mm-hmm. So, be more, like, natural wonders instead of, I mean, I would still want to see some cities and stuff. I just want to see the whole freaking world. I know. But, uh, just any experiences, which I already kind of live like that, honestly. Like, I've, I've kind of taking on this philosophy of not caring as much about money because money just kind of comes and goes. Right. Even when you spend your entire life working to get money, when you become rich in order to do these things, you're so focused on the money that you're constantly worried about losing that money. <laughs> so, like, you don't actually enjoy the time. Right. You're spending all your time making this money, and then you're still probably going to lose it 
by some freak circumstance, or even if you don't lose it, you're so focused on keeping it that you don't do anything. So, yeah, I already kind of try to live like money isn't an issue. Right. Um, sometimes it's still like I look at my bank account and be like, this is an interesting life you're choosing here, Alex. Yeah. Uh, you're making some decisions that you might regret later, but you know, you just kind of bank that at some point, you know, either the money will get so good that you won't have to worry about it. You know, it'll take away everything. Right. Or you don't make the money and guess what? Then it doesn't matter because you're, you're so in debt that right. money doesn't matter anyways. Cause you're just, you're living based off survival, not on money. You know, money's just kind of an illusion. So, but yeah, uh, creating things is another thing that I'd like to spend my life doing. So, right. Yeah. All right. We ready for the eighth one? I'm sweating a lot. I'm not a sweaty person. I noticed you were sweating pretty early on, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. I don't want to eat this. This is about where the hottest thing I've eaten is. Okay. So, even were you talking about that? that uh, the lobster roll. Okay. Yeah. So, you thought this was like, you thought like the ending wasn't even going to reach that level. Oh, no. I can't believe you thought that. But you know what? That makes me feel good because that makes me know that, like, I'm hanging with, like, the hottest thing you've eaten. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was tough. Like, I feel like the overreaction of, like, moving kind of helps. So, like, I'm not trying to hold it in and be like, right. oh, act tough. Act tough. Don't move. No. <laughs> we, need, we need it. All right. Here we go. Wing number eight. The bomb. Okay, this is the bomb. I yes. was like, this is the bomb, right? I was looking at the question. I was like, I put this question for the bomb. <sighs> okay. Do we want to like... Do not touch your face after this one. <laughs> do you want to touch some wing, touch wings? Touch... Let's touch... Let's touch, touch my, uh, my flat. <laughs> yeah. I'll touch your flat if you touch my drum. <laughs> okay. That was a weird moment. Yes. All right. The bomb. <laughs> no, I'm not even going to bother trying to clean... <coughs> <laughs> clean that. Oh yeah, no, that sucks. Oh, that doesn't taste good at all. No. Oh, that just doesn't. That's just a bad tasting hot sauce. Yeah. Oh, ho, ho. And it's really hot. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna get this question out. I'm just let it float out there. Yeah. Let us marinate in this question. Oh. Does death scare you? This wing does. We might die now, so. I just kind of want to feel. Like, I don't want to feel, but I also do want to feel because I'm never going to eat this ever again. Mm-mm. Like, Sean, he's done this so many times. He's probably like, you know, I don't want to feel this at all. But me, I'm never going to be back here. Yeah. You know, what's there to lose? And see, we got some of these sauces from a friend. I'm passing these to someone else. This is like, I'm never eating this again. Someone else can taste the. Yeah. Oh my lord! You know this is this kind of feeds into the question, though. You know whether or not death scares me. Like, from a human perspective, you know, just being a human, obviously, like I don't want to die at the moment. Uh, yeah, you know. But acknowledging that we're all going to die, like you can't avoid it. All right, like that's the thing that I think because. We don't want to die. We try to avoid death. So we act like it won't happen. And so we we avoid things in the present for fear of dying 
or in the hopes that we'll do it later. Right. Like this moment is going to die. You know, even though it sucks, at some point it's going to end. So why not just enjoy it now in the moment? Honestly, like it's bad, but it's not. Like, I know, like, God, I know it's kind of bad. It's kind of bad. It's like bad, but I'm not like fully conscious of how bad it is. It's just like my body's like, this is bad. This is bad. This is bad. And I'm just kind of like, is it? I don't really feel anything right now. I'm just numb. I gotta be honest, I wish I got more wings because I'm gonna be hungry after this for something that isn't hot. <laughs> what about you? Does that scare you? Because for me, basically summing up is I'm not scared by death. They kind of can be like a rejuvenating when you think on it. It can kind of like make you want to live your life. And also like, it just doesn't taste good. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. I don't know, I'm... I'm not scared of death, but at the same time, like, I've never faced a, like, scenario where I've almost died or, like, I've been like, holy shit, like, I could die doing this. So I've never had to face that fear of, like, death in the in the face. I did at a young age. Mm-hmm. I was in, like, only, like, third grade, I think. I'm appendicitis. Which, would you, were you fully aware at the time, like, this is, like, super bad, like... I didn't know anything about appendicitis. I didn't know that I had appendicitis, neither my parents. I just knew something was really wrong. I don't remember it being days. My parents tell me it was days. Because I I only remember snippets. The rest is from my parents. Woo! But, um... I remember the day that my mom ended up taking me to the hospital. I was trying to get ready for school. And I was just on the couch... Just bent over. Could not move, do anything. Just completely in pain. I don't remember what the pain felt like. I just knew I was in immense pain. And it was so bad that my little kid brain was like, I need to pray to God to not die. Like, that's how bad it was. Wow. Like, I was praying to not die. And I was like, please, God, like, don't, don't let me die. I'm in third grade. <laughs> and I'm like, Jesus. please, don't let me die. And my mom knew it was so bad. She was like, no, I got to take him to the hospital. Like, it's bad. So takes me to the hospital. The doctor is like, pretty sure this is appendicitis. At this point, they don't think it's burst. They just know that I have to go into surgery to get it removed before it does burst. My dad's like joking about like, oh, like, we'll get it put in a jar for you. And like, you know, you have it to see, to see afterwards. And I remember going under for the procedure and having anesthesia because it's the only time I've ever been put under. And then, like, waking up after, I'm, like, immediately asking my dad, like, hey, like, where's it at? Like, I know you're going to do it. Like, where's the appendix at? Where's the jar? And they're like, well, actually, I don't know if it was my parents or the doctor that explained it to me. But they were like, well, actually, your appendix did burst, which, you know, should have killed you because it sends poison in your bloodstream. But for whatever reason, your waist muscles, like, encapsulated the blast so that it wouldn't enter your bloodstream, which was also why I was doubled over in so much pain. Said all my waist muscles were focused on containing this blast. So they just went in and, you know, cleaned things up, got everything out, and it kind of sucked afterwards. But, you know, could have died there right. at a very young age. And the fact that, like, I had prayed to God to not die, and then, like, this miraculous thing happens, you know, that's part of the reason why, like, 
feel like I have to believe in something a little bit above myself because that happened. Right. So, yeah. Um, you know, but it, when it comes to death, even if, because I don't necessarily believe in like heaven, like rigid, like Christianity type heaven and stuff. And I don't believe in the Christian God or like that type of thing. It's more, I'm more spiritual than that. It's more ethereal and loose. When it comes to death, I don't necessarily need to know that there's for sure like a conscious afterlife. Like I have my thoughts about consciousness, like the idea of it being kind of like the same as matter where you can't destroy or create. It's just okay. a thing that, so like, we're just kind of like borrowing consciousness and then it like feeds back into like uh, the universe in a way. Like okay. there's a well of consciousness and that's why we kind of have like this connection with all of humanity going back and stuff like if you start looking into like Carl Jung or Jung whether way um and like his theories on psychology and stuff he had a big emphasis on symbols throughout all of time in humanity and like how you know more prehistoric humans uh they were more in touch with that stuff like they believed in it more and like right. now we've kind of lost that but like if you in your dreams or even just walking out and about like, these things still kind of show up or in our stories and movies and stuff when we create. Like, the symbols are still there. So, that kind of, like, feeds into this consciousness idea. But even from a scientific perspective, your body's going to break down back into the world. Like, you were already created by matter. Right. Of other things and stuff. You know, all the pieces that it takes to create you. And that was something else before you, you know, mm-hmm. and it will be something after you. And so in that way, you kind of live on in various different pieces of matter or atoms that go into other things. And then those things are living and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so in that way, I think that death is kind of like a stage more than anything, because if you take like this piece of wood here, this table, you would think you would consider it dead. Like this isn't living right mm-hmm. now. You burn it, it becomes ash. Blow that ash. It goes out into the world. Gets sucked up into whatever plant needs it for fertilizer right. or whatever. And then that becomes a living thing. All those atoms feed into it and it becomes living again. So in that way, does it ever really die? Right. If it can just be used to create life later. Um, yeah. Those are just kind of the things. And like knowing just that and that. Just the fact that I can't fully explain that, or even a scientist can't fully explain that, mm. makes me think that, like, you know what? It's kind of cool to think of death, because it's a mystery. And, you know, once we get there, let's see what happens type thing. Right. So, took a long time on that. The bomb <laughs> is kind of away now. I know, so. yeah, yeah. I yeah, I've just, I've never been to the hospital for anything. I've never had any issues. I've just have lived such a Good for you. whole like yeah. <laughs> I've had other near death experiences too, but that was the most uh vivid. The other ones were like such like quick pace type things where like I almost got in a car accident. I don't even consider those because those people are such idiots <laughs> that that happens so often to where yeah, it's but like, like I've had some I never like, even think about those. Like one was like so close. If my one friend wouldn't have been able to swerve out of the way, like I would not be here. <laughs> Um, cause that was going to be a T-bone right into my door. But anyways, let's move on to wing number nine. We're almost done. This feels like it went way quicker than I thought. I know. I feel like it cools down, which I hate cause then I eat another wing and it ramps way back up again. Yeah. But I took a long time on that question. So we're Unique on. Unique garlic. garlic. 
which I'm interested. I love garlic. I love garlic. So I'm ready. Mm. Mm. I do kind of like to taste on that. I can't really taste too much. You know, a lot of it's just heat. Yeah. At this point, my mouth is a graveyard. But it's got... Oh. Are you taking another bite? Okay. <laughs> I was no. like, I, I'll take another bite. You take another bite, but... At first, I was like, okay. No. No, 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 no. You want to ask a question? Yeah. Uh, have you ever had a real low point? And if so, how did you come back from that low point? You want me to answer first? I can take this first while you cool down. I'm This one's not affecting me as much. <clears throat> I think my body's like, yeah, we're shutting down. <laughs> we're we're going to be done. Um, I had a massive, like, depression spiral. I think most people do. A few years ago. And I got, like, really bad. Um, How old would you have been? I would have been... 19? 19, something like that, maybe. <sighs> okay. 19, 20. It was, like, in the midst of some things happening in my life. And so I got, like, super low to the point to where, like, you know, yeah, you yeah. get pretty that far. And then I got really lucky that I have this... Uh, really tight-knit friend group, which is almost just more like siblings to me. Mm. I had this great support system through them that kind of helped kind of slowly bring me back to, like, I've never been the same since, like, I'm a different person since before I went through all of that. But uh, I've come back, I feel like, a lot better of a person, even more mature than I was before that. And I was just very lucky to have a support system that got me back from that low point. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, it's funny that it's kind of like around age 19, because I feel like the lowest point in my life was around that same age, and I, I would bet, just from talking to people and stuff, I feel like that's kind of like that age type thing, not that it's not prevalent in other parts of life, right? like things happen, I mean, I still go through rough periods, Yeah, but that was by far the lowest, like the most, like, considering suicide type thing, Yeah, you know? And uh, the mo- the point where it would have been the most real for me to have done something like that. Whew. This is hot. Yeah. I, you're handling it much better than I am. I'm, I'm kind of surprised. Which I felt like I handled the bomb a little bit better. I don't know. I was kind of in it, though. So I wasn't really paying attention to you. <laughs> Dude, at the beginning of the bomb, I couldn't hear a word you were saying. <laughs> I was, like, struggling to say things. But, um, yeah, no, uh. You know, the end of high school, I had, like, my first ever relationship where I was, like, trying to take it seriously. So I had, like, an elementary school girlfriend. But outside of that, my romantic life wasn't, like, a, much, nothing much was happening. But then I got a girlfriend in senior year of high school. And that kind of fell apart all of a sudden. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Don't even look at it. Just don't even look at it. <laughs> that kind of fell apart all suddenly, like, so quickly. You know, of course, I was, like, distraught because I got, like, so invested into that. Mm-hmm. Like, I had such high hopes and stuff, and that feeds into a bunch of psychology-type stuff. But then I realized, like, coming down off of it, like, hey, uh, I'm leaving high school, and I got to get, like, college around. And, like, I had only just taken my first ACT and uh, hadn't looked at colleges at all, hadn't visited any campuses. 
had to figure out money situation because I knew my parents weren't going to be able to help me. <laughs> and on top of this, I'm going through like a severe depression from breaking right. up. You know, that was low. And then like I got through it enough to get like college around. I'm just like, you know, I'm going to commute. Didn't visit a campus. I just went to a college that I knew I could commute to. Um, and then like during that first year of college, like the experience of I didn't go to college with any of my friends. I was commuting. I moved out to live with my grandma. I was still working at Arby's. And, like, it was just a weird period where, like, I was trying to get into the university life and make friends for the first time in a long time. Because most of my friends were, like, I'd made way earlier in life and just kind of held them. And it was like, oh, and I wasn't living with my family. So it was like, I'm on my own now, even though I still had my grandma with support. And I was still working with the same people and stuff. But, like, just going through all that, like, it had such highs and lows. Like, it was such a fun time. Right. In some extent, because I had sold these new experiences, like making friends and stuff, and I made some friends that I've had that are, like, some of the best friends that I've ever made mm-hmm. and stuff. But at one point, just, like, I was still going through, like, what do I want to do in life? What am I doing at, like, college? Like, what I thought I wanted to do, sports journalism, I was pretty sure I wasn't going to do. And just, like, oh, my God, like, I'm I'm responsible for my life type thing. So, yeah, you get all pent up in these emotions and like I was still still connected to like the idea of getting back together with my ex-girlfriend and then we did have like a little <clears throat> fling thing and just throughout all that period my mental state was terrible and I went to journaling at one point that helped a lot um even though it kind of like it helps and it hurts because then like I have like I'm writing out terrible things that I'm talking to myself right and I'm saying to myself like, it helps to get it out, but also kind of delves me further into it. Because then I'm just, like, on a roll. But the whole time, there's just this piece of me. I wasn't conscious at all. And I actually kind of hated it. Because I was like, go away. Like, I just, let me do this thing that wouldn't let me hurt myself in a way that would have been, you know, suicide, mm-hmm. basically. Like, it wouldn't let me kill myself type stuff. So, anyways, <laughs> this thing wouldn't let me do it. Even though, like, I kind of wanted to. So, it was, like, this right. weird torture of, like, let me do this thing. But, like, my it wouldn't let me. Of course, now I'm, like, thank God. Yeah. Because I've lived so much and, like, had so much life since then. And it's always kind of been that way. And that's why, like, even though I'll get, like, depressed and stuff, I always know I'm going to make it through it. Right. It's, like, if I can make it through that, I can make it through this. But, yeah, still rough points. Um, You know, yeah. you just kind of ride through them. I have found that, like, living alone, just having alone time helps me so much. See, when I first moved into my apartment by myself, I had a real rough time. I had the opposite. When I first moved in, that's one of the happiest I've been, like, for, like, a long stretch without having, like, any depression bout. I loved it. You also didn't move very far. Like, when I lived on my own for the first time, I had gone through so much so quickly just getting up to that point. And it just felt, like, so crazy and hectic. But, yeah, you know. I also feel another thing is talking about it, especially afterwards. Like, I've gotten so used to talking about that stuff that it doesn't really bother me as much anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but you find out that almost everyone else has gone through something like that. And, uh, you know, where I used to be, like, tender and sensitive on the subject, now I'll talk about it openly because I know that person across from me has probably gone through similar things. And if I talk about it openly, it makes it better for them. Um, Yeah, no. 
that's just kind of how things go. Yeah. So. All right, we're on the last swing. I'll tell you what, I'm very happy with uh, how I've performed here today. Yes. I thought it would be a lot worse. Like, even though it was bad, I never felt like I can't finish this. Yeah, I didn't feel like, yeah. Or regretted doing it. No. And also, it's kind of flown by. Um, Kind of sad that it's already (laughs) gone through this quick. I was expecting it to last a little bit longer. I know, me too. All right. That feel good for you too? Uh, Yeah, I don't care. I don't know. I'm not Sean. I don't know. Oh, that might. Oh my hey, god. I'll take that way. I'll take that way. You, know <laughs> you what? can take that one. That is a lot. I'm. I. Uh, that's my bad. <laughs> that's so much. Oh. I kind of wanted to do it myself, but I didn't tell you, so it's not your fault. Yeah, that's my bad. All right. Dink. Dink, Dink it and sink it. All right. I don't know if I like that taste or not. No. Not sure. Mm. I don't know. Mm. It gets so hot. I used the wrong hand. I'm an idiot. It gets so hot here. Like, I don't taste them anymore. (laughs) All right. So we're ending. Holy. I have a great question. (gasps) What do you think the meaning of life is? Eat hot wings. That's what it is. And answer life's deepest questions. Do you want to go first or you want me to go first? I go first. Okay. (laughs) Oh, you good? (laughs) That went down the wrong pipe. You know what? I don't like the taste of that. I don't like the aftertaste anyways. No, it's making my water taste awful. So the meaning of my life, at least, I have found is just spending as much time as I can with friends and family. It's just what I enjoy the most, really, and trying to live life to the fullest, but also, like, enjoying my alone time. Like, I love just spending time alone. Maybe it's just enjoying a movie or a book or something. But I just love the the spice of life, the variety, getting to do all different things. And we're just kind of close proximity to so many things kind of around us. I had like a kick. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I vibe with that. Yeah. It's pretty similar. Um, I feel like when it gets down to it, everybody's answer to this question is pretty similar. Yeah. Because it just comes down to... What you enjoy, and so many people enjoy similar things. I think it's so funny that we constantly ask this question over and over and over, as if there's like a a straight answer. Like, I think the meaning of life is to just live life. And you can think about answering this question the whole time, but if you ever expect to get an answer to this question, you're never going to, at least not while you're alive. I think the joy is trying to live your life, trying to answer that question. Right. Getting experiences. Like, I think you find the answer probably once you've lived a full life and you're on your deathbed. Yeah, potentially. Or even then, you know, like, I think the meaning of life is living the life. Like, so you're already, you already have the answer. Like, you're doing the answer. Like, the thing that you are doing is the answer to the meaning of life. I don't know why we think that we, we just kind of like think that we need something more. Which is part of the drive of living the life. So that kind of. It's like this paradox, 
paradoxical thing. We're like, <coughs> we don't want an answer to the question because if we have an answer to the question, there's no longer a meaning to living life. Like there's no longer a reason to right. live. But in order to live, we need to <laughs> pursue the answer. So it's weird. It's weird. But I don't, I don't get I try not to get too caught up into it anymore, and you still do. You still get these periods yeah. where you get so caught up in your, like, it's this, like where is my life going? Yeah, you get so caught up in things, and you're like trying to be this person and do accomplish things that you think you need to. Where it's like, why, why? You know, is that really going to make your life so much better? Right, necessarily, or not even that it won't. Like you know, setting goals. And chasing after them. That's a good thing. It keeps you moving, keeps you going. But you the, set a lot of goals in your life? Yeah. I mean, I don't necessarily... I don't know. The way I set goals is kind of just like an at-the-moment type of thing. And sometimes I'll realize that a goal has lingered. And that's how I know that it's a good goal. But, like, I don't buy into this. You have to set a list of goals. And no matter what, you have to hit those goals. I don't buy into that. I think that that's trying to force things and you end up frustrating yourself. It's the same thing as what we were talking about with the life as her, the vacation type thing. Or like the more you try to force things and think that you need to be right. a particular person. Like it's okay to think like, hmm, maybe I should strive to be this person. But if you're not that person, you're not that person. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, oh, I've always wanted to be a writer. And, like, be known as, like, a fantastic writer and stuff. And potentially even live my life like that. But the more I try to write, the more I realize, like, hey, this does not come easy for me, at least writing novels and stuff. Right. And I think it's because I try to force it that I'm trying to be a writer. Where it's just, like, writing is just something that I enjoy. Um, and if it leads somewhere, it leads somewhere. But that's not the end goal. If I try to force myself to be, like, this writer who makes a lot of money and is really famous and his work's lasted... Forever and ever and ever. I'm going to hate my life, and it's probably not going to happen anyways. As whether or not it happens comes down more to luck and circumstance than it does right. to the amount of effort you put in. Um, there's a point where it's not that you it's not that you don't work hard. It's that you don't force yourself to do the work if you're not willing to do the work. You know? Because... Um, even though you have bad days where you're feeling like lethargic and bad and you don't feel like doing it, like there's still a piece of you that's like, you know, I'm not giving up on this. I'm just going through a rough patch. Right. But if you go through like a rough patch and you're like, I don't want to do this. Like, why am I doing this? I shouldn't do this. This is pointless and stuff. You probably shouldn't be doing that thing. Um, yeah. You know, um, I don't know. Especially if it's something that drives those rough patches. Yeah. Like, if you if pursuing that is hurting you, yeah. then you probably, <laughs> then it's probably not for you. It's like lifting weights and knowing your limits when lifting a weight. Like, there's a difference between good weightlifting and, you know, the good uh, tearing and rebuild, uh, healing right. of your muscles and stuff and going too hard and destroying your body because you do that because you're going so hard and just wrecking your body. You know, and that's another thing with goals is if you set a goal, even if you don't reach that goal, you've learned so much along the way 
and then you heal from it. You take that loss, and then you set another goal, and you try again. Because what matters isn't actually reaching the goal. It's the pursuit of the goal. Right. Um, sometimes you reach the goal, sometimes you don't. It's a tough thing. Tough thing to uh, accept, because we are a society that defines you based off your lists, what you can list out, you know, your accomplishments yes. and stuff. Life isn't that. That's superficial. So it's more about who you are as a person. Because no matter the circumstance, who you are as a person will shine through. Right. So that's what's the most important thing. But all right. Anything else you think we need to talk about here? Any other comments or questions on any or questions? I sound like a a doctor. Any comments or questions about your diagnosis? I don't know if I do have anything. I don't know. Um, This was different than I thought it would be. Yeah. I was expecting, I don't know, expecting uh, a little bit more of like a, a physical, like I, I, I feel like there's a physical response, or there definitely is a physical <laughs> response. You feel like there might be a physical response? <laughs> what? It wasn't the physical response that I was looking after, but that kind of feeds back into the whole like, you know, that's another reason why you don't force yourself right. into goals because the experience isn't necessarily what you envision. Um, but it was still great. This is yes. great. Um, I have a feeling I'm going to like it a lot more after the fact when I look back on it. I'm mm-hmm. like, man, that was a crazy experience. Definitely uh, happy that I was able to get through it. <clears throat> Proud of myself. <laughs> All right. Well, do you want to, I don't know if we have, we, do you want to plug your collection? My poetry collection? Yeah. I mean, I can, I mean, yeah, sure. Uh, I did come out with self-published a poetry collection um, a little while back. It's been a little while now, but um, since Jax prompted me, <laughs> I guess I'll plug it. Uh, it's available on Amazon. Uh, it's about five or six years worth of work. Up in his poems up until the point that I uh, published it. Um, a lot of them, or not a lot of them, um, a few of them are from the time where I went through my rough patch, actually, because poetry was something that kind of helped get me through it. But then... Some of them weren't the greatest that I look back on, but you know, whole, whole thing. And you know, a lot of the concepts that we've gone over are definitely in the poetry collection. That's just kind of stuff that I think about a lot. So yeah, if you're interested in that type of stuff, uh, you know, it's also fun and whimsical, you know, it's, and my poetry is pretty easy breezy. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, check it out. It's called life on the frontier. It's available on Amazon. Link will be in the description for that. I'll put that in the description. Yeah, sure. Um, Okay. Anything you want to plug? God. How you feeling, Jack? I have a great mustache. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right. I started to really feel in the mouth. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think this this might be one of my favorite episodes. Yeah. I think, so. Thanks well, for coming on the journey with us. Yes, you know, yes. it's, uh, never never be forgotten. All right. Well, uh, we'll see you next time, I guess. Yeah, I, don't know what, I, I, was, I don't know what we're doing the next time, but it's not going to be this intense. No, it's, I know. Um, this wasn't also, it's like, it's, it's calming down already, I feel do like. You, well, first off, we, I for, almost forgot, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. what's our favorite? I think the classic's my favorite. Mine is the Tropicante. I really like that. Was that was pretty good. I really like the classic. Like, <sighs> yes. You said it uh, was good. I might take this home. Yeah. Okay. I might take this home, or at least order it myself. Where do we think, in rank with all the other challenges we've done, this ranks? 
Do you think the I period, think the period simulator was, was worse? I do think the period simulator was, was worse. So bad. <laughs> Which is saying something. Man, like, dude. Ladies, respect. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I can't God. believe this. I was- would rather eat the, the bomb again than ever put on those freaking Tia Thames unit things. Uh, what about the 48 hour screenplay? What do we think? That wasn't as bad, I feel like. But yeah, that, that was a different that pain. Was, yeah, that was a mental pain. Oh, the worst part is when it kicks back up out of the floor. Yes. All right, all right, all right. Good, good. Cut, cut. We're, cut done. That. We're, We're done. We're done with this.